Talking benefits. 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 Talking. Talking. Talk a little bit about benefits. Yeah, benefits. Talking benefits. You're listening to Talking Benefits, the podcast brought to you by the International Foundation of Employee Benefit Plans. Every month, we dive into retirement, healthcare, hot topics and trends, and whatever else the benefits industry throws at us. I'm Justin Held. I'm Ann Patterson. I'm Julie Stick. And I'm Kelly Colesrude. Now let's talk benefits. Have you guys ever had a song stuck in your head and you just can't get it out? Oh my gosh, yes, it's horrible. Now, what is that called? I think it's called an earworm. Well, you know, it's not always so terrible. If it's a song you like, it might be kind of nice. Kelly, what if it's your favorite song? It's almost never my favorite song. <laughs> but that is, that's a great way to get into today's topic. We are going to switch things up and play a game. So let's see who can find the most employee benefits ties to their favorite song. We'll probably all have some earworms stuck in our heads after this episode, though. That's right. And to make it even more fun, we'll hear the amazing vocalizations of the Pod Squad band throughout the episode. Ooh. What's your favorite song? Well, I don't know that I could ever pick just one favorite song. But I have a favorite that I think applies to this moment in time and to an employee benefit. The song I chose is the 1977 classic. Don't Stop by Fleetwood Mac, released on their mega popular Rumors album. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop, it'll soon be here. It'll be here, better than before. Yesterday's gone, yesterday's gone. That's so good. I know it's wise advice to be in the present, in the moment, and enjoy now. But as we're in the midst of 2020, you know, maybe the lyrics, why not think about times to come and don't stop thinking about tomorrow, sound like a good idea. A very good point, Kelly. Very appropriate song. 2020 has not been the greatest year on record. So how does your song relate back to benefits? Well, I really think it's a perfect fit for retirement planning benefits. Preparing for a retirement of two to three decades takes planning. And thinking about tomorrow is essential. Through a retirement planning benefit program, plan sponsors can offer tools and education to help workers plan for retirement. For example, plan sponsors can offer employees retirement calculators to estimate how much money they'll need to save to be able to afford to retire comfortably. That's right, Kelly. The Foundation's Biennial Employee Benefits Survey found that about three in five responding employers provide retirement calculators. It also showed that about half of organizations have communication initiatives uh, that are geared toward increasing worker participation in retirement plans. Well, and yes, of course, participation is really the first step because the younger that workers start saving, the better. And the longer the savings have to grow, the bigger the nest egg. It's also encouraging that the survey found that nearly half of plan sponsors surveyed offer retirement planning and counseling services to participants. Well, I will chime in here to mention that a person's retirement finances have other components beyond their own savings through a 401k or a similar type plan. If they're lucky, they will receive benefits from a defined benefit pension plan. And then there's Social Security. Now, figuring out when to take Social Security benefits is another puzzle for which retirement planning benefits programs can be a great help. Good point, Julie. 
also related to finances is healthcare coverage. Depending on what age people retire, they may need coverage to carry them over to Medicare eligible age. And then once they're, they are covered by Medicare, they may need a Medigap plan to help pay for expenses that are not covered by Medicare. In addition, they'll probably need to choose a Medicare Part D plan to cover their prescription drugs. It can really be confusing. Employers can help by giving workers a list of resources or refer them to professionals who specialize in these areas as a part of their retirement planning benefits program. Okay, so you've touched on the financial aspects of retirement, which are very important, but that's not the whole retirement picture, right? Workers need to think about and plan how they're going to spend their days after work. You're so right, Anne. This type of planning doesn't get as much attention. Some retirees have a really hard time adjusting to the lack of structure in their days. They may not be looking beyond the retirement honeymoon, if you will, where they can relax, decompress, and feel like every day is a vacation. It's important to plan your time beyond those first few months. Maybe you have a hobby you want to pursue. Many people want to travel or take classes just for fun and mental stimulation. Others want to spend more time with family. Some retirees have to become full-time caregivers. Many want to volunteer during this time, whereas others want to find new types of work or even start their own businesses. A well-rounded retirement planning benefit program will address all the aspects of retirement. So as the song goes, don't stop thinking about tomorrow. And with good luck, it'll be better than before. Yesterday's gone, Kelly. <laughs> so true. I bless the rains down in Africa. Gonna take some time to do the things we never had. Oh, that was so good. It's awesome. Well, I don't know how I can top that intro. That was very well done. My favorite song is Africa by the band Toto. And I was thrilled to be able to see them perform this in concert at Milwaukee Summer Fest Music Festival a couple years ago. The song starts by describing a woman coming in with a 1230 flight. So what do you guys think the most obvious tie to benefits would be for this song? Any guesses? Medical tourism. Yes, Kelly. Ding, ding, ding. But we decided not to focus on that for this episode because it's probably not the best idea to be traveling internationally right now. The lyrics we're going to focus on is, I bless the rains down in Africa. So what if those rains were blessed so hard that they started a natural disaster? Lately, we've been hearing a lot about disaster planning as it relates to COVID-19, but the impacts of a natural disaster on organizations is still a concern as well. So most disaster recovery policies prepare for things like computer failure or physical office damage, but COVID-19 taught us to prepare for a situation where a limited number or no employees could access the undamaged office. Since the song Africa was released on the Toto 4 album, I'm going to run through four main employer considerations for disaster planning. As sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti, it's important to have a communication plan in place, so let's tackle that first. Employees should be reminded how they will be communicated with during the disaster. Should they check their phones for voicemails or texts? 
for example? Do they call a hotline? This way they know how they can find important information. And this is information that can be posted at all times as a reminder on your organization's intranet site, in your employee handbook, et cetera, because obviously you don't know when the disaster is going to occur, so this way employees can be reminded. Also, another good thing to keep in mind is that employers should have sample messages or scripts at the ready, so when it's go time, everything can be customized and come together quickly. No Band receives six Grammy Awards in one year, which was 1983, without being a great team. The next consideration I'd like to talk about is setting up a disaster team. So this team should be set to handle all employee issues during a disaster, anything from facilities and communication to IT and administrative decision making. Each team member should have a backup and the backup should have a backup. I was once on a team like this and I know I had a binder in my car and a binder at my desk so I could grab it in the event of emergency and all the information was right there easily to access. Julie, I'm hoping you can talk about the next consideration, which is disaster tax impacts. In case our listeners are tiring of my voice, much like my husband tires of hearing Toto's Africa on repeat in our home. Well, I'm happy to help you out, Anne. So yes, I can talk about this. The U.S. government has provided tax relief to organizations following several recent natural disasters. Relief has included wage continuation credits during periods of inoperability and Section 139 disaster relief payments. Employers may be able to set up leave sharing and leave donation programs, as well as hardship distributions from retirement plans, but should be aware of the requirements. That was perfect. Thank you, Julie. All right, the fourth consideration I want to address is how organizations can monetarily support employees impacted by a disaster. So employers have a couple different options. I'm just really scratching the surface, but one is to set up a crowdfunding page to collect donations for an employee. Otherwise, IRC Section 139 allows an employer to provide tax-free financial assistance directly to employees to help them recover from a disaster. So any organization that collects special donations from coworkers may want to set up a committee, and that committee can determine how the donations should be distributed. Our colleague Amanda Wilkie wrote a very helpful blog about this exact topic if you want to dive into it a bit more. It's called When Disaster Strikes dot 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 Employee Relief Options. So you can always look for that for more information. I also want to quickly mention that the cover story for the November Benefits Magazine issue will be all about disaster planning. So be sure to watch for that. Thanks, Anne. That was very interesting. I can't wait to hear what Justin and Julie have chosen for their favorite songs. But first, we've got to take a quick break. The International Foundation has over 31,000 members across the U.S. and Canada from all walks of the work world, including desk and deskless workers. And we'd love it if you joined our ranks. Foundation members get a ton of benefits, like discounted registration for our many educational events, free webcasts, and legal and legislative updates, just to name a few. See what the foundation can do for you. Visit ifebp.org slash membership today. 
Well, my favorite song totally dates me, not that I am shy at all about readily admitting my age. It also shows that I am a sucker for a good rom-com. And I like Peter Gabriel. So my absolute favorite song, the one for which I always turn the volume up to ear-splitting levels, if it shows up in my musical cue, is In Your Eyes. In your eyes. When we started to toss around ideas for this episode and this theme was mentioned, I immediately knew the song that I wanted to pick because it truly is my favorite song. And it has the perfect tie into benefits, which is, well, vision benefits. Julie, I think you have the most obvious benefits connection in your song. So it totally uh, it works. It does. Can you give us the scoop on vision benefits? So this type of benefit is considered an ancillary type of benefit, meaning that it's not a, quote, core benefit like healthcare coverage or a retirement plan. And this benefit provides coverage for eye exams, prescription lenses and frames for glasses, and contact lenses. And some plans may offer discounts for elective surgeries like LASIK. Is it a mandated benefit under the ACA? Good question, Anne. Pediatric vision benefits, which are those that are provided to children, are an essential health benefit in the individual and small group ACA market, but vision benefits for adults age 19 and above are not. As for employer-provided coverage, neither pediatric nor adult vision care is mandated. Julie, how do uh, employers typically offer vision benefits? Well, coverage can be employer paid completely or with cost sharing provisions for employees like co-pays or co-insurance. Or employers may provide access to vision insurance as a voluntary employee pay all benefit. Any out-of-pocket vision care expenses are allowable expenses under a health flexible spending account, health savings account, or health reimbursement arrangement if the employee has access to one of these types of accounts. Would you say that vision insurance is a commonly offered benefit? I'll jump in here, Anne. Um, in our forthcoming uh, benefits benchmarking survey, uh, we found that 64% uh, of responding organizations provide this benefit. And 45% include vision insurance among their voluntary benefit offerings. And is there a main reason employers offer this benefit? That's a great question, Anne. There are several reasons. So first, offering vision benefits typically isn't very costly for employers to do, and it is a benefit that employees very much appreciate. So employers get good bang for the buck with this type of benefit. Because coverage is a desirable popular benefit, vision insurance is great for recruitment and retention. Another reason is for employee well-being. Now, regular vision checkups and preventive care can perhaps identify and correct a problem early or diagnose a larger issue. With regular eye exams, an eye doctor can identify changes inside the eye and early stages of eye diseases like glaucoma, cataracts, macular degeneration, and diabetic retinopathy. Eye exams can also reveal other health issues like high blood pressure, diabetes, some cancers, autoimmune diseases, thyroid issues, and high cholesterol. 
Now, if these can be caught early, treatment can be started earlier, and medical costs may be lower. I've been hearing about the problem of eye strain increasing since the pandemic started, when we're all on our screens constantly. Is this a thing? Yes, unfortunately, Kelly, it really is a thing. Computer vision syndrome, it's also called digital eye strain. Symptoms include headaches, neck and shoulder pain, dry eyes, blurry vision, and irritated eyes. Now, ways to combat eye strain include reducing the glare on your screen by dimming lights and or adjusting the settings on your device. And it's recommended that we remind ourselves to blink, maybe try artificial tears, and also remind ourselves to look away from our screens. Maybe we could go for a walk, for example. And to come full circle, experts recommend an annual eye exam. So make use of those vision benefits. How does it feel? How does it feel? To be without a home. Like a complete unknown. Like a rolling stone. So as you just heard, um, my favorite song of all time, and the number one song of all time, according to Rolling Stone magazine, is Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan. I know this makes me a bit one note in that my choice for our movie episode was the Rolling Thunder Review, a Bob Dylan story, which was directed by Martin Scorsese. And much like that episode, I'm going to have to make the largest leap to make any sort of benefits connection. So please bear with me. Here we go again. My gosh, Justin, you have the most active imagination. It's true. I I work with numbers all all day and I still have an imagination. Who would have thought? So for those of you who have heard this song, uh, you know that it is a cautionary tale about a high society woman who becomes a bit untethered and she sort of falls in with the wrong crowd, including a man who leaves her without any possessions whatsoever. So as a Bob Dylan diehard and the compiler of benefits benchmarking data, I look at this tragic story and think, how could this have been avoided? So to start, our protagonist is noted as being educated at some of the finest schools of the time. So I did a little digging, looking at the 1960 to 1961 academic year, tuition and fees for Princeton, Harvard, and Yale universities averaged about $2,300. Woo, of course, you know, nowadays that sounds fabulous, but I know at the (laughs) time, obviously, that was astronomical. So how is one expected to overcome these astronomical costs for higher education, Justin? (laughs) Well, as our listeners are aware, uh, there are several education benefits that can be offered to workers to offset these costs. According to our forthcoming benefits benchmarking survey, which we've referenced a few times now, 48% of responding organizations offer educational assistance programs. These programs partially or fully reimburse workers for education expenses. The IRS has established guidelines for the types of expenses that uh, may be reimbursed and sets a non-taxable maximum dollar amount per calendar year. As of 2020, that dollar amount remains at 5000 $250 per year. This is helpful, but from what I've read, workers take the biggest financial hit when they have to finance education through loan programs. Are there any tips there, Justin? 
Yes. Um, so while less prevalent, um, the same study found that 6% of employers offer student loan repayment assistance, while 7% offer student loan counseling, refinancing, or consolidation services. We expect these percentages to go up uh, as the cost of higher education becomes less and less affordable. Okay, well, that was a really interesting and creative benefits tie-in, Justin. So are there any other benefit connections in this song? Sure, I can uh, make a reach for one more benefit connection. So it sounds like our protagonist could overcome all these struggles that she's going through with a short-term financial boost. This is evident in the song, but it's also present in the current instability we see in our economy right now. I cite this that often, but two in five Americans would currently have trouble covering a $400 emergency expense. And this stat was from before the COVID-19 pandemic. Are there any reminders for employers on how they can fill this void? Yeah, so about 2% of our responding organizations are working to fill this gap through employer-sponsored emergency savings accounts. Organizations can open accounts for workers and even set up automatic payroll induction. This speaks to the importance of behavioral economics, which we've referenced in several past episodes. So yeah, you can just set your contribution and forget about it. From the employer side, also they can provide seed money for the account or set up matching contributions, uh, just like a retirement plan. And this can encourage continued participation in these plans. So in conclusion, if you want to provide more financial stability to your workers, offer relief for funding higher education, and provide vehicles to allow workers to save for the unexpected. Right, Justin? At least that's what your song told you? That's what the song told me, Kelly. Thank you. Yeah, if these options were readily available, this tragedy may never have happened, which means the song may never have been written. And this means that my friends and family would be subjected to hearing less Bob Dylan music. So uh, just good news all around for everyone. Well, this was a fun episode and, you know, we're going to have all of these songs running through our heads and and what what are we going to do about all these earworms? Well, hold on there, Julie. I have a suggestion for you. Hi, guys. This is Rose, one of the show's producers and pod squad vocalist, or as I prefer to be called, podcast family singer. A little nod to my favorite movie, The Sound of Music. So apologies in advance that you have to listen to more of my voice. But Amanda, the show's editor, and I cooked up a fun little bonus uh, for this episode. Should we be afraid? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Well, here's the deal. We asked the International Foundation staff for some other songs and the ties to benefits, and they definitely delivered. We got so many suggestions that were great that we actually thought it would be fun to turn it into a lightning round guessing game for all of you. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. So let me introduce Amanda, too. Again, she's our fabulous podcast editor, and she's going to go over the rules. Hello. Hello, listeners. Hello, everybody. Uh, So here's how it works. Rose is going to list a song title and artist, and then the first person to correctly guess the benefits tie gets a point. That was going to be two rounds. First round, all the songs are worth one point. Second round, they're all worth two. Uh, We also have a tiebreaker in our back pocket if we need it. And whoever ends up with the most points at the end gets fame and glory and recognition amongst the best podcast fans in the world, the Talking Benefits listeners, of course. And I also want to throw in another fun little surprise. Our other show producer, Stacey Van Alstein, is a trivia nut, loves it, gets a 
little competitive, I would even say. So we have decided to up Andy and let you compete against her. So she is going to play along as well. Welcome, Stacy, to the game. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I don't know what you mean by being super competitive. I'm not going to scream or shout. Yeah, but I'm afraid. I'm <laughs> she'll, she'll scream and shout. I yeah. wasn't nervous until now. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So let's dive into round one. Dun, dun, dun. The first one is I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. Communication benefits. Okay, Julie said communication benefits. Eh. Next. Does anyone else have a guess? Hearing benefits. Yes, hearing benefits. One point for Stacy. Justin said something too, though. Oh, Justin. Just... I also said communication benefits, so I was hoping you didn't hear me. Ah. <laughs> Do hearing benefits cover uh, earworms at all? <laughs> I had, uh, I had yeah. to. <laughs> There's a surgery to extract those. Right? <laughs> Not much that can be done. All right. Question two or song two. When I see you smile, bad English. Dental Okay, I believe Julie replied first with mm-hmm. dental benefits, and that is the correct answer. Ding, ding, ding. You, listeners can't see it, but Julie just did an amazing victory dance. Yes, she did. Number three, I can see clearly now Johnny Nash. Vision benefits? Vision benefits, again? <laughs> yes, Kelly got it correct. That should have been Julie's gimme, but Kelly chimed in first, so one point for Kelly. Do we have a quick score update, Amanda? Julie has won, Kelly has won, and Stacy has won. All right. I'm going to mute their mic so Anne and Justin have a chance to answer. Thank you. <laughs> Stacy's. <laughs> okay. Next song, Smoking in the Boys' Room, Brownsville Station. Smoking oh, Station. Station, yeah. <laughs> and Anne get definitely got chimed in first. Smoking Justin said tobacco, which was all more all-encompassing, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. Well done. Excellent. Yes. Brownsville Station, Smoking in the Boys Room is about smoking cessation. All right. Next song. I ran. Flock of Seagulls. Wellness benefits. Stacy, <laughs> that is the correct answer. Uh, I ran Flock of Seagulls wellness programs. We would have also accepted health club reimbursement. All right. Stacy is currently in the lead with two points. Justin has so much potential with zero (laughs) points. Well, there's always one that has to get eliminated after the first round. So we'll see. Last chance, Justin. Last song of round one. I've been everywhere. Johnny Cash. Travel reimbursement. Justin. Amazing. (laughs) Just right when you needed it, you just came right through with that good guess. So I've been everywhere. Johnny Cash is travel reimbursement. Well done. So everyone has one point. With the exception of Stacy, who's in the lead with two points. Two points, and that concludes round one. So let's move on to round two. Uh, now, all of these questions are two points each, um, although I am going to give you a few extra opportunities for points if we need it. So let's get off to the first song of round two Fight for Your Right, Beastie Boys. PTO? Yes, and because it's to party. Fight for your right to party. <laughs> Fight for your right, Beastie Boys is PTO. Well done. All right, next song. With a little help from my friends by the Beatles. Your support programs? Employee assistance programs. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Kelly, I have to give Kelly the point, the two points on that. Employee assistance programs is the correct benefits tie for with a little help from my friends. 
by the Beatles. Okay, Kelly and Anne are tied at three points, Stacy at two, and Julie and Justin with one. Okay, now this next song, I'm going to change the point system just a hair. There are two better answers that we'll give you two points for if you get the better answers, and then we'll have a less correct answer for one point. So the song, again, the Beatles being strong benefits advocates, when I'm 64. Retirement benefits. Okay, that is the less correct answer, Stacy. So we'll give you one point, but anyone else can chime in. Retiree health care. Uh, close. Kelly, what did you say? Early retirement. Okay, you are both close. So I'm going to give, I'm going to executively award Julie and Kelly also one point each, and we'll split it all up. The correct answer was either Social Security early retirement benefits. Kelly, you just missed the Social Security clarification there. Or time to sign up for Medicare. And then the last song of round two, again, we will do two points for the, the best answer and one point for a backup answer. And the song is by Bon Jovi, Bad Medicine. Prescription drugs. All right, one point. That's the less correct answer, Justin. There is a more <laughs> accurate answer. Fraudulent benefits for prescription drugs? No. We're getting colder. <laughs> Substance abuse benefits? Formularies? Formularies is more accurate. I am going to close the voting. Give oh. one point to Stacy. Oh, Justin. Step therapy. Step therapy! Yay! Ooh, Justin. Give <laughs> <laughs> Justin two points. Okay. We are going to have to pull out a tiebreaker because we have... Kelly, Justin, and Stacy, all with four points. Anne and Julie, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to cut you out of the tiebreaker round. But you can be cheerleaders. All right, we'll cheer. Your well, part yeah. of this is only half honor and glory. <laughs> For our final contestants, Kelly, Stacy, and Justin, the final question is, by journey, any way you want it. Cafeteria plans? Yes. Oh. It came to me just as she said it. Oh. <laughs> we would have accepted cafeteria plans, flexible benefit plans, defined contribution plans, but Kelly definitely just won <laughs> our first ever inaugural game of Guess That Benefit. Congratulations, Kelly. Yay, Kelly. I thought, I thought I'd get a big fat zero in this game. I truly did. <laughs> well, congrats. So Kelly is first place with a total of six points. Justin and Stacy are tying for second place at four points. Anne is third with three points. And Julie, I'm sorry you're dead last with two points. But we all still love you. And you did have the best dance around your kitchen reaction to getting it correct. So well <laughs> done. That was a very fun surprise. Thank you, guys. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked good it. Good idea. Thanks for letting us play. I will send it back over to you to close out the episode. Well, now we have even more songs that potentially could be stuck into our heads as earworms, right? At least most of those were pretty good ones. Like, I don't mind getting many of those stuck in my head. They were clever ones. Agreed. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode. We want to give a special shout out to Adam Abelson and Rose Pleva, the Pod Squad Band, or now what's the new name you prefer? The Podcast Family Singers, was yeah, it? Oh, just great. The Von Traps. <laughs> <laughs> for providing those fantastic harmonies. Thank you. 
And let's not forget our International Foundation staff members and their awesome suggestions for our game. Thank you to Marianne, Patty, Alyssa, Jill, Tiffany, and Sandy. Yes, we have a group of very creative coworkers. That was a lot of fun. Thank you also to all of you for listening. We hope to be back in your podcast feed soon. Wait, wasn't I supposed to win a prize? <laughs> I think it's just bragging rights, Kelly. It was honor and stuff, wasn't it? And glory. Uh, okay, well, that's good. I'm, I'm good with that. If you like what you hear, please rate us on iTunes. It helps others find the podcast. And subscribe to the show in your podcast app so that our episodes will automatically appear on your mobile device. Talking Benefits is a production of the International Foundation of Employee Benefit Plans, the largest educational association for those working in the benefits industry. If you're into benefits, check out all that the International Foundation has to offer at ifebp.org. Our show is hosted by Julie Stick, Kelly Colesrud, Ann Patterson, and me, Justin Held. Produced by Rose Pleva and Stacey Van Alstein, and edited by Amanda Gilsmer. Today's program is copyrighted in 2020 by the International Foundation of Employee Benefit Plans. All rights reserved. The opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the speakers and not to be used as legal counsel. I actually cut out the lyrics in case no one got it. It says, gonna take more than a shot to get this poison out of me. And I got all symptoms, count them one, two, three. First you need, then you bleed. And when you're on your knees, that's what you get for falling in love. So it's like one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. bad medicine, then average medicine, and then the right medicine. The right one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, Dr. Bon Jovi. Well, he's living on a prayer, so I don't know uh, how much we want to trust him with yeah. our medical advice. Uh-oh. Me, 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 me. La, 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 la. Mm.